What's up, everybody? I am Kesamo. Alongside me, I have none other than my main man, Ali John. And you guys are tuned in to yet another episode of Champions Corner here at our home base of LRM Network. Ali, what up? Yeah, it was good, man. What up, what up? Hey, man, you know, I've just been chilling. I've been a working man for the past, like, week and a half. You feel me? <laughs> hey to here, you feel what I'm saying? Hey to here. Chase that rather, bag. I'd rather sit at home and get a bag for free, but, you know, you got to gotta ingratiate myself into society again. So, you feel me? It's cool. It's real calm. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? feels good to, you know, just be back out moving around again. That's all. That's good. Yeah. How are you? I'm all right. I can't complain. Can't complain? For me, I've been moving and shaking this whole whatever we call this. <laughs> Like and I've been uh I've been outside lately, like more than I'm used to. Mm. I've been having to celebrate birthdays, a lot of summer birthdays. Um, That's dope. And just like once you're in the groove of going outside, then it's just like might as well like everybody got something to do, so you know you just want to show up places, chill out. It's always good to have a night out with your friends too, like mm-hmm. especially a lot of like uh, there's a. A lot of my friends don't really be out, out like that. So yeah. it's cool. Like, whenever they want to go out. To actually wanna, do it. Yeah, you feel me? We always have a good time when we all yeah. together. So stuff like that is mad fun. But I can't wait to stop going out and be back in the house. For real. I can't wait. Well, you know, ain't nobody forcing you to go outside. <laughs> nah, but you feel me? Once I'm in the groove, plus like these next couple weeks, you feel me? I got a couple of, a couple of excursions on my uh, mm. on my list so once oh, yeah once that's done like i'm psh, cold turkey i'm in it. the crib till christmas i don't believe it but we going to see you know me mm. and my damn introverted ass i just oh my god i love being inside so beautiful i don't you can you it. you can fool everybody out there and YouTube oh, I don't be outside. What? Ali, quit playing with me. Yo, you can fool everybody else in YouTube and First of all, are, are you are you are you uh are you dry snitching? Excuse me? Because I will take you on my close friends <laughs> so fast. <laughs> like listen, all I'm saying is that you can fool all those people, oh but you can't God. fool. No, me. I really don't be outside though. Like I first of all, I told you um, one of my friends introduced a 10K challenge to me. So it's 10K within 100 days. And for me to actually meet my goal, I had to cut down. You know, usually I'm at the mall. I'm eating. Yeah. I actually did good this weekend. I Like, if my hair looks stringy, that's why. <laughs> I even had to cut down on what I normally do mm-hmm. to kind of try to meet my goals. I'm proud of myself. I'm right. inside. So for the 10K challenge. For those who don't know, explain to them what the 10K challenge is. So the 10K challenge, one of my, uh, a couple of my friends from my group chat brought it to my attention that you can save 10K within 100 days if you uh, save within two, multiples of two. That's how I'm going to say it. So like Monday, you save $2. Tuesday, you save $4. Wednesday, you save $6. And it goes on and on and on Mm -hmm. until you get to... 100 days which actually um one of my friends did the calculation for me that's over 10k it's like 10 is some change so which is even better but it's really hard because now i'm getting to like the 30s so it's like 30 a day 32 a day i'm like oh fuck this is really hard but anyway it can be done it's not impossible so all right so around what number do you think that you're going to get to to where i'm gonna pass out <laughs> yeah like you can't <laughs> Like you gotta you gotta stop getting your nails done and stuff. 
Mm. Now, honestly, because I have expenses, so I still have cars, so I have my daughter, I still have like our home expenses, groceries, my personal expenses, my hair, my nails. Like, all that stuff adds up. Mm. So, even when I was in the 20s, I was feeling it because I'm like, oh, damn, like, that's over $100 that you're basically putting to a side a week. Yeah. So. Mm. Oh, man. Well, listen. (laughs) We're going to see. I'm going to keep you updated. We're going to keep you in our thoughts and prayers in this trying time because I know that's difficult, but, you know, we got faith in you. We feel like you can do it. Thank you. Thank you for the encouragement. I, I got to get it done, though. And it's like seeing it build, it, it like motivates you to keep going. Like, mm-hmm. all right, you got to do more. I even got my mom on it. She's doing mm-hmm. it, too. So, yeah, that's yeah. how I'm like with cash. Like mm-hmm. whenever I just see like cash, like I have cash in my hand, I don't want to spend it. So I just save right. it. So like whenever I want to save money, I pull it out of my bank. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you where I put it, obviously. But you <laughs> feel me? I I need the physical cash so I don't spend it. Because it's something about just watching physical yes. cash leave yes. that just, I can't do it. That's why so I don't like, carry it. I need to start, though, but I don't carry cash. Yeah, because if, if I got my card, I'm just, just swipe, swipe, mm-hmm. swipe, swipe, swipe. It's like, it's like when you got a card, you just swipe like mm-hmm. your money is unlimited. That's what, I just took all my credit cards out of my wallet. Only <laughs> I only have debit. And it's been working. Like, it's been okay for mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. But the only thing is I have Apple like in Apple Wallet, so oh yeah, I don't got that stuff on my phone. For that reason, no, nah, just because I don't have a password and I can't really do it. But you don't need a password. You do. For Apple Pay, you have to put in a password. Oh shit! No, yeah. no mind. Well, Apple <laughs> Wallet, you just take a picture of your credit card or whatever, and it goes on. So when you go to the store, if you don't have your wallet on, you just slide your phone on the machine, and it'll well, take the money take out a your card. And it'll do it for me. Like I could just take a picture of my. Yeah, when you go to Apple Wallet, they're going to ask you for either the card number or you can scan your actual card and it'll save in your phone. Nah, I think you still need a password for that, but I will check on that because that Yeah, be I didn't life- need one. I just that- did it the other day. Ooh, that would be a lifesaver for me, yo. I promise yeah, you. You should yeah. do it. Learn something new every day. But anyway, so much more for us to catch up on. We're going to start with the baby, the apology, <laughs> and the bag. <laughs> okay, so. The baby has been in a lot of trouble with the media this week after mm-hmm. his Rolling Loud performance, which was last week, mm-hmm. uh, where he made some comments about um, HIV and AIDS and um, the LGBTQ community. Right. Since then, the bag has been dropping, uh, which forced him to the apology. What you think? Oh, um, you know. He says some he says some wild things on stage, right? And after he said those wild things, when he got the public backlash, he's one of the very few people that when the public backlash came, he backtracks. Mm, he ain't backtracking. No, he I'm saying down. he doesn't. Yeah, he don't backtrack. Mm-hmm. He doubled down. Like, yo, y'all know exactly what I meant. Mm-hmm. I wasn't talking about none of my gay fans. I was talking about da 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 da. And I'm like, oh, he didn't have to play this game before no. because he's always had the machine behind him. He ain't never had to play this game before, so he don't know. And then, you know, things started happening. Yeah. Festivals start dropping him. He starts losing his sponsorships. Sponsor, yeah. and, and what I think, because I think he still don't care, but Same. the people behind him, the label, the money makers, is like, yo, we're going to apologize for you. We don't care how you feel. 
but mm-hmm. we are going to apologize on your behalf. Mm-hmm. We're going to take our PR team. They're going to write something and they're going to post it on your Instagram. And you are never to speak about this again. You are just going to shut up and just put music out. And I feel like that's what happened because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, we already know how things like this go. They apologize. You lay low for a little bit. And then you just crack people over the head with music again. And yeah. all is forgiven. Happens. It's like clockwork every time. Yeah. I just, I think artists should be a little more mindful of the things that they say. Mm-hmm. Um, we are in such a touchy <laughs> space right now um, mm-hmm. within our community, whether it's the black community, whether it's the LGBTQ community, racism, like everything is very fragile right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, I understand as an entertainer, you, you're trying to look for things to motivate the crowd and mm-hmm. get a response and get a reaction, but uh, that just wasn't it. Yeah, <laughs> um, wasn't I way. mean, like, there's a lot of people in the world that can't control having HIV and AIDS, exactly. you know, people that were born with it. I mean, mm-hmm. no one plans to get it. So mm-hmm. it was very insensitive. Um, yeah. I didn't think it would go this far. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> it went yeah. really far. Yeah, very far. Um, but I am going to say I'm not I mean, I'm not upset at that the festivals are dropping him, but I do think that there is fake outrage. I'm sorry. Like, I really don't think that the festivals care that much about what was said. I think mm-hmm. it's more um, them being upset at the backlash that they would face for having the baby on their platform. Mm-hmm. It's not really that you guys care that much about the LBGTQ community. Mm-hmm. And let's just be honest, you're having a festival in the middle of a pandemic. So how mm-hmm. much do you really care about people anyway? Mm-hmm. But um, I just think it's, it's, it's kind of sad for the community, though, because yeah. it's like fake love to me. Yeah. <laughs> what, it, what it really is, is that like, Lollapalooza dropped them, right? Lollapalooza, Governor's Ball, um, a few other. And I had this conversation with a couple people yesterday. I was like, it's messed up that these festivals are dropping him because they really don't care about the community. They just care about their bottom line, which is the Mm -hmm. dollar. But you honestly have to see where they're coming from as a business because let's just say, right, not this year, but they were, let's just say they were into, like, let's just say Lollapalooza was in talks to have Frank Ocean headline their festival two, three years from now, right? Mm-hmm. The baby says stuff about the, the LGBTQ community. They don't do anything. They still have him on the bill. We all know Frank Ocean is, you know, an avid member of that community. He comes back and says, yo, y'all really let him perform after he said these things? I'm mm-hmm. not headlining it no more. Like, I'm done. I'm cutting all ties with y'all. Mm-hmm. If they cut ties, if if he cuts ties with them, it's a whole slew of yeah. industry artists that cuts ties with them. That means you don't get no... You don't get him. You don't get Tyler. You don't get people like Ben Staples. You don't get Earl Sweatshirt. It's a whole... And these names probably aren't the like the most main, main, mainstream names, but they come with rabid yeah, fan bases. Like, these are people that whatever they drop, people go out and buy in droves. You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that, that bottom line would be affected so much. So to avoid any of that stuff happening, just got the baby. It's like... You ain't gonna feel no loss about it. Like yeah. people who are going to Lollapalooza, like of course people are like, damn, like we're missing the baby, damn, but like it's gonna be a 15, 20 minute gap and then the next person's gonna come on and you're gonna forget that the baby wasn't there. Yep. And then it saves the festivals behind because two years from now they can they're gonna have them because they're not everybody else is gonna forget that that happened. Mm-hmm. So like it's it's a win, 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 win all around. Yeah. Real. 
I agree. And the baby should have just, in my opinion, what you do as a celebrity or somebody that's in the public eye, because at the end of the day, we all don't. We, it's impossible for us to know everything that is offensive to everybody. Correct. So when somebody brings it to your attention, hey, you said this, this is offensive. Instead of saying, instead of saying, how could that possibly be offensive? You say, oh, wow, I didn't know that was offensive. Correct. I apologize. And then if you want to be educated, mm-hmm. please, somebody explain to me where this, where the origin is, how, how is this offensive, and just mm-hmm. break it down to me so I can further understand, so I can educate others. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do, but, you know. His response definitely, I feel like, his response to what he said is what made the bags become dropped. Exactly. Because the way he responded to it was just like, man, y'all know what I meant. Exactly. All he had to do was <laughs> apologize and everything would have been cool. Right. I, that's how I feel. But. And then he was talking about some he don't know who Questlove is. That blew my mind. Yo. Yes. And he's older than me. The baby's probably like 27. <laughs> but you know what? This is this goes I'm back 25 to... 25 <laughs> and I know who Questlove is, This bro. goes back to what I was saying when, when I said Twitter will pull your car every time because... Uh, the baby tweeted, who do I have to speak to to uh, get Jay-Z on the verse? So then when you say you don't know Quest Love, everybody started posting like, that's the man you need to talk to, number one. And number two, they caught pictures of him with Quest Love on stage. Of course. You want to know why? <laughs> At a Quest, performance. Because he probably did the Roots Picnic. That's Quest Love's festival. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm pretty sure the baby did SNL. I'm almost ninety nine point nine percent sure. That might have been that might have been um the photograph that they bought. And, and guess who guess who's on SNL? Guess who's the band that's back there? Mm-hmm. The Roots. It's yeah. Quest Love. But you don't know who Quest Love is. Yeah. How you this big in the music industry and you don't know who Quest Love is? That that blows my mind. I'm twenty five years old. Well, you know, the young artists, they they don't pay. Blueface even told you they don't play attention. They different. don't pay attention so, so, to that it's stuff. A little bit different when it comes to Blueface. You were holding the baby at a more accountable level. Yeah, because of the people that's like once you once you become that big of a star, and you're doing these festivals. First of all, there's no way you did the Roots Festival and you don't know who Questlove is. That's literally impossible. It's I don't literally think it's impossible. impossible. No, it's literally impossible because Questlove is the person hitting you up to ask you. Especially if you're as big as the baby, they're not gonna send, you know, the Roots Picnic PR at you. They're gonna send the head honcho. But he not talking to the baby. Ninety percent of the time, you're talking you're to right. somebody in their team. You're right. You're right. But to not know who Questlove is blows my mind. Yeah, that's craziness to me. Yeah. My question was, um, where's your mentor? Yeah, <laughs> like bro. where's Fifty Cent? Hello, uh, you know, like Mister. I'm gonna mentor the baby. Yo, Fifty. Where was he at when all this shit went down? Fifty probably <laughs> the one that told him, "Yo, double down on that shit, yo. Just do it. I promise you, just double down on that shit." This you is what kind of bothered me about that. I'm not saying that the baby cannot use any mentoring. I agree. Clearly, we all can see that he needs, you know, a little help when it comes to like his sure. um presence or whatever. A little straining. But I feel like there's younger artists that need that, like NBA Youngboy. Like the ones that really need it, they don't pay attention to. The baby is old, push. He's thirty. <laughs> You're a grown ass man. Let's mentor the young artists that really need the help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But 
it's hard. It's gonna be really hard to kind of mentor some of these some of these people because you gotta push the envelope. Because it's like let's just say let's use young boy for example, right? It's it's gonna be pretty hard to to mentor young boy one because he's so young. Young boy's probably like twenty one, right? And he has just such a rabid fan base. And two, well, this will probably be three. Like he's getting so much money now because of just like he's like the 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 leader in like YouTube views or something crazy mm-hmm. like that, right? So it's like. He's getting so much money now, and he's, like, on top of the world, kind of. So it's like, why am I going to speak to, why am I going to let you mentor me when you haven't had the accolades I have or you don't know the kind of position I'm in? Like, because these artists really feel like that. They feel like these older dudes, like, they come from an older regime. Yeah, they never, they never really been, they never really been nowhere. They never really did nothing, so... They're not going to let them speak to them any kind of way. I kind of feel like young boy would be... First of all, it's all about the approach. Yeah. That's number one. So you have to get somebody who knows how to approach the situation. We're not here to make ourselves seem like we're better than you. Mm-hmm. And 50 Cent, out of all people, I feel like is the best person for that because of the shit that he's been through within his life. It's like yeah. a mirroring image if you look at a, a um, 50 Cent at NBA young boy's age and NBA young boy now. The guns, the drugs the street violence like mm-hmm. you can relate to it so maybe it's the approach but also i don't think that young boy would be um opposed to it if i'm going by lyrics and his song to songs to me it sounds like he wants to help but he yeah. don't have it like anybody who listens to lonely child you can hear the pain you can oh hear God. the pain and that just a lonely cry. child who needs someone to help him out? Yeah. Oh, yo, that, yeah. Ain't nobody getting on no crazy, song crying but, like that if they really don't want yeah, help. I feel like he would really receive help for somebody that's a little bit, I can't even say a little bit closer in age to him, but it's like he would really benefit from somebody like Master P, right? Mm. Because even though Master P is just so far removed, mm. and I feel like it'll be really hard for them to listen to him because he's so far removed from everything but like master p really been through everything that these kids have been through and on top of that he's from the south where they from exactly Mm -hmm. he's from the south so it's like yo master p could be like yo i sold drugs yo i had to carry a gun on me yo like my brother was like see murder like yeah we all know who see murder is you feel what i'm saying like i can relate to you in every way possible now let me try to help you and get you on the right track so you don't spend the rest of your life in and out of prison or watching your back at every turn because you're still in the streets and things like that. So it's, I feel like mentors should be by region almost. Yeah. Like the South's mentor should be Master P, you feel what I'm saying? That's I really, fine, I as really long wish, as they get the help. Yeah, I really wish uh, Lil Wayne would be in a position to mentor mm. people. Because I feel like Wayne has so much knowledge. He gotta get his shit together first, yeah. too. <laughs> I just feel like, I just feel like Wayne just being his own world. He so do he don't really mm-hmm. like pay attention or nothing. Because he I feels feel, like he's been there, done that. Yeah, and I, I really feel like Wayne would really be good to these kids. At the end of the day, you ask these kids who they grew up on. It's all Wayne. Mm-hmm. It's all Wayne. And if it's anybody they gonna listen to, it's Wayne. Yeah, you feel me? It's just so, crazy. Yeah. Even like taking it back a little bit to uh, Rod Wave's interview with the Breakfast Club. 
you had Charlemagne asking him like like why like why is your music so dark like you mm. know you got everything in the world that you could possibly want and you here talking about dying and he's mm. like because that's what that's my reality like even to the point to where he said I'm scared to answer and look at my phone in the morning when I wake up because I don't know how many of my friends just died while I was sleeping. Like, mm. that's dark, man. Yeah. That's so dark. You really have everything in the world that you could possibly want. And the the thing you're scared of the most is waking up in the morning because you don't know how many of your friends <laughs> then bro, left. I keep, bro, I keep telling people, bro, especially these newer artists coming up, they need therapy. Mm-hmm. They need therapy, and Charlamagne would be a great therapist, by the way, bro, too. To me, their therapy is not their therapy. Not even music at this point, no more, son. It's music plus the drugs that they doing. Mm-hmm. You mix all that together, it's a terrible combination, like yeah. horrible. So people just need. I feel like everybody needs a mentor. Get a mentor in your field. Get a mentor that you can relate to. Find an elder statesman, even if. You feel like even you feel, excuse me, even if you feel like they're unreachable or unattainable, Definitely. just go, just yeah. go, reach out, find a way to grab them because a, a good mentor can really save your life. That's a fact. <sighs> it's crazy. So I do want to touch base on Rolling Loud a little bit because um we weren't here last week to talk about it, All but right. so what do you think about what you saw at least? Um. I had a couple of people that I know go to Rolling Loud. They said the experience was really, really, really good. Um, I feel like the experience for us at home was still pretty good, simply because you could kind of find all these um, all these performances via live stream or via right. online and things of that nature. So, but I feel like for it to be like the first super really big festival to come back post COVID. It was really like it was really yeah. that they had everybody you could possibly imagine. You feel what I'm saying? On any day, I felt like Rolling Loud lasted a week and a half. To be honest, yeah, it was long. Yeah, I feel like it lasted a week and a half. But all in all, I really, I really enjoyed just seeing even the artists getting back out there to perform mm-hmm. again because you could tell they missed it. Like definitely, yeah. yeah. They they really missed that, and they missed the money that took that coming too. But they really missed like performing in front of fans and. For I don't even want to use this example, but for somebody like the baby who calls himself the live show killer, it's like I know it made him happy to be out there to just jump around and just. Perform oh, besides the comments, he body his. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, one of the best performances, hands he, down. He just running around, jumping mm-hmm. everywhere, just filled with energy. Like what's crazy is he lives up to that name. He's yeah. definitely a live show killer. Definitely a amazing performer. It's just you know. He had, a, he had a little oopsies. <laughs> he just, you know? He's just ignorant. Yes. That is it, man. But all in our Rolling Loud was cool. Rolling Loud was cool. I'm I, never going to Rolling Loud, by the way. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Like, when I was turning, I think I was turning maybe 18, uh, my best friend and I planned to go. And I don't know. Something, something about it just wasn't. I was excited to go. And at the last minute, I sold my ticket. But, um. I don't know. It's just something about it that's just not for me. I'd rather watch it online. Then I was watching videos on um, Twitter. You know, Twitter got all the backstage Mm -hmm. shit. And there were so many kids, like, passing out. Yeah. And that shit is not cool to me. Like, they were just, like, I don't know if it was dehydration. Was it drugs? It was probably a little bit of both along with whatever the fuck they had going on there. But it was wild. I just... Don't, that's, that's you got to think me. about it. Everybody 
hasn't been practicing the best healthy habits since yeah. we've been, you know, in the crib. And then couple that with just extreme heat out there because you're in Miami at I the end of the day. It's so hot. It's hot. <laughs> then don't let you, you know, be somebody who likes to indulge in, you know, drugs and stuff when you yes. get out there. And then you got one water bottle for the entire day. And you running from stage to stage, jumping around, you sweating out all the there fluids in your body. There was not even no room like, for you to be doing that. That's what I'm saying. And, you know. You know what the, the crazy part that, like, pissed me off? They were sharing food. <laughs> I'm like, this is not real. Yeah, like, nah. literally had cases of chicken wings and passing, like, to people you don't even know. Yo, you want some chicken? Everybody hands in a ch- It was just, it was, that was Hey, man, that would be cool if it wasn't COVID. But no, hell, nah, just, no, not like, not like, <laughs> not like, uh-uh. like when you just take away just like the nastiness of it, just people willing to share like that. I is guess, pretty somebody, dope. but other right. than that, no, nah. you're in the middle of a festival in Miami. Somebody passed you some chicken wings. Other if it than, wasn't a pandemic, you gonna that, eat it. Other than that, no, nah, I mean, I'm a different type of dude, but just to see people willing to share around the crowd of people is. Some of me is cool. Oh, I think our culture is pretty. Our generation yeah, is pretty giving. Humanity is still humane. I'm, I'm we love each that. other. Like Sometimes. we, we're a big community. Even like looking at comments when you go in the shade room or academics, they cheat. Black people are like one big happy family. Usually yeah. via social media. Usually when but, they're not arguing with each other. Yeah, but, but that just was like to me it was crazy. Yeah. I would do Rolling Loud only if I don't have to be in that big ass crowd. Yeah, okay. Like, if, if you I give me a box stage or something. If I could be like on stage or like backstage. Yeah. Or like in a little cut exactly. over there. I'll do rolling loud. But yeah. Let me not of, say never then. That's the only way I would really in do terms it. Terms of being amongst all the people, like I understand that's cool, but that's not I don't I don't I'm just I'm, I'm claustrophobic with five people in an elevator. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm like. different like that. I can't be around all those people in the mosh pit and stuff like that. I, it's just not me. Exactly. I want to speak on Coyle Ray. Shout out to Coyle Ray. Like, oh. I love her, and I just want to see her win love so you, bad. Jersey. Um, love you, Coy. But I'm tired of y'all trying to play my good sis on the internet. Bro, I've been like, it's the time, sick. Bro. It's so sick. Listen, Coy, first and foremost, you don't have a bigger fan out there than me. I love <laughs> what you're doing out there. I support everything that you're putting out. I support everything that you're doing. I fuck with you, Coy, for real. And I be having to defend Coy for real because Same. motherfuckers be throwing her her video in the group chat her going crazy on the stage and then the, the crowd be silent i'd be like bro i hate when people put stuff in here with no context i hate and it and she's I a performer it, that's what you're supposed to do whether the that's crowd insane, is dead or alive bro. you're supposed to keep going one these people don't know music and they sending me this stuff talking about some yo <laughs> you said she was good look what the hell is this you know, oh listen one as a performer it don't matter what the crowd is doing you have to be in your zone and you have Mm -hmm. to turn up in your performance whether the crowd is in it or not you're doing that for you secondly in terms of the crowd reaction i don't pay that no i don't pay that no mind at all because a lot of people don't get crowd reaction at these festivals and two she's Mm -hmm. out here performing unreleased music yeah songs that people don't know Mm -hmm. that are out like she's if you're performing unreleased music of course, the crowd isn't going to know what's going on because it, yeah. it's unreleased. Mm-hmm. But let that no more parties come on. Okay. That entire place is going to jump. So I'm saying, bro. Just, mm-hmm. yo, and Koi is new. Yeah. Give her some time. 
allow her to drop more music. It's actually crazy that she's able to book all of these festivals and all of these shows with one hit song yeah. out and just a couple of features. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that she can do too. that. Exactly. It's amazing that she can do things like that. So, once again, shout out to you, Koi. Shout out to Quilo. Don't be letting these haters get to you, dog. Shit's just like, shit's like. Lastly, before we go, you know, can't leave without us talking about Kanye West's album release. Yeah. By the time y'all hear this, uh, his listening party is probably going to be finished. And we should have the album. Uh, The fifth. Today is the third. Two days. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. All right. I'm, I'm so excited. excited. I'm so excited. You know First of think? all, that listening party, like, I don't know if I'm just an emotional person, but I got super emotional watching it because it's like, yo, Kanye is so fucking creative. Like, from just the way he puts it together, it was like an emotional moment. Like, to hear his mom speak, like, yeah. to hear him... um put certain pieces together about keeping your family together in the midst of him going through a divorce with the mother of his kids who was in the crowd. Like to me, that's super, that's emotional. It's like, damn, it was a lot lot to, to embrace there. It's definitely a lot. And you know, he's been living in Mercedes Mm -hmm. Benz stadium to finish the album. album. And what I think is that the album that we heard uh, a couple weeks ago, Mm -hmm. It's not going to be the album that we hear on Thursday. And the album that we hear on Thursday probably isn't going to be the album that we hear on Friday. Mm. If I know Kanye like I know Kanye, he does this a lot. Yeah, he'll have a <laughs> he whole switch every, up. Yeah, like he will switch up everything. Mm. But from what I heard the first uh, the first listening session, it was it was good music on there. Definitely. It was very good music on there. And I hope that... um. The listening party, the second listening party is going to be just as good. I hope that there's more music on there. Mm -hmm. And I just want to hear Kanye rap again. I know he's not in that space no more, Mm -hmm. but it would it would really make me happy if I heard Kanye really, really, really rap again. Mm -hmm. But he's in a different space and I appreciate this space. And I'm just looking forward for to a good album from him, honestly. Also made me really happy to see uh, the younger artists who've really been putting in work, such as Lil Durk, mm-hmm. uh, Lil Baby, Roddy mm-hmm. Rich, um, yeah. Vori. Yeah, I love like, Vori. Oh my god, Vori getting so their good. flowers. It was just, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was so dope because you know how long we've been listening to like to Lil Durk as a mixtape rapper mm-hmm. and uh, Lil. Honestly, I I say this all the time. Lil Baby is definitely going to be something legendary to our community, like further than um, further than music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because he's very involved. Um, it was just dope, man. I'm just so happy for a lot of the, the young black men of our community to get that type of experience with yeah. such legends. Yeah. And I'm just happy that the legends is reaching down and... And pulling know, them up. Pulling them up. That's, mm-hmm. that's what we need. We need more of that, yes. honestly. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Oh. And uh, I really hope, I really, 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 really hope that... Uh, we get the throne too. Mm. I really, I really, 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 really hope because when Watch the Throne One came out, that was twenty eleven. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, it had to be like twenty eleven, and I was fourteen. 
I was 14 years old when Monster Throne 1 came out. And, like, yeah, I liked it. And, yeah, I was able to experience it. But, like, I didn't understand it. I need, like, I wish Mm -hmm. I, it's just a lot of albums I wish I could have experienced when I was, like, from ages 18 to now. Like, Mm -hmm. I really wish I could have been there for a lot of that stuff. But hopefully hopefully I get more moments like that because I need stuff like that. I'm happy. It. I'm excited. That's, yeah. that's really fire. Really, really fire. Well, we are going to get going. The versus battle is tonight. Dipset yeah. versus the Luke's. We going for. By the time y'all hear this, see this, it'll be it, gone. It already. <laughs> uh, I can't pick a winner. If you're gonna ask me you to just pick vibes. a winner, yeah. If you ask me to pick a winner, I'm gonna cause myself bodily harm. So please <laughs> don't ask me. To, please don't ask me to pick a winner because I love them both. They were both very instrumental. And me as a eight, nine, ten, mm-hmm. eleven, twelve year old. Mm-hmm. So like I remember being dip on LimeWire, just set. ripping all of their music and trying to just put it on a CD just so like my brother can drive and and play the music on the. Did you say LimeWire? Yes. <laughs> and Frostwire. Yes, yes. I was. I was. Your one computer had viruses. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the rest of ours, all right? <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, I can't wait. Me. Well, shout out to y'all. I'm Kay Simone, Ali John, and you guys have just tuned in to yet another episode of Champions Corner here at our own home base of LRM Network. We are out.